When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Hey. Hey, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That guy over there, that's Bradley Trainer. Hello there. Uh, and, you know, Bradley, uh, we're not at the studio. No, we're out and about in the real world. Yes. Mm-hmm. We are currently are we? broadcasting as part of our Food for Families broadcast. So you're going to want to grab a non-perishable food item to bring to donate to our friends at Second Harvest Heartland. Uh, we are at F- Fantastic Sam's near St. Anthony Village, uh, northeast near the quarry. That's kind of, those are your coordinates. Uh, and, and you can come over, say hi to us. In fact, we actually have two wonderful listeners who happen to be driving by and saw our mugs outside and thought, well, I'm going to stop in and say hi. And guess what else? We got free pizza. Yeah, from Green, Green Milk Mill. gave us some free pizza. So and, come down and see us. And we have free dessert from Johnny Pops. It's perfect. And uh, this is actually the last of our Food for Families broadcast this particular year. So this is your last chance to come see a live broadcast. Your last chance to come see um, Colleen and myself. So go ahead and do it before three o'clock today. Yeah. And um, otherwise, thanks to everybody who's donated thus far. Um, and if you want to know, you know, how you can participate beyond just today, head to mytalk1071.com. Exactly now. Um, so here's the other the, the thing that we need to talk about. I don't even know if we introduced the show. I can't remember. It's fine. It's us, Colleen and Bradley. Yeah, you, you know who we are. Uh, anyway, so uh, yesterday, I believe, was the 10th anniversary of the death of Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. which is bonkers because I, for some reason, felt like it was far more recent than that. Sure. But... You know, we still continue to learn more and more about his secret life. Do we not, Bradley? Well, we do. And in fact, there's this whole story. So I feel like all roads lead back to Scientology. It turns out the Church of Scientology was trying to get Michael Jackson. And we're learning this today because um, there was an interview that Tony Ortega, who you know runs that underground bunker uh, blog slash website that, you know, uncovers truths about the Church of Scientology. Yeah, he's sort of like the original whistleblower. Like, he preceded Leah Remini, who most people are familiar with now because yeah, of the TV show. if you want to know about all the crazy stuff that the Church of Scientology is up to, you want to follow Tony Ortega. So when, when he's talking to people, you can usually take this, you know... Um, story to the bank and the story that i was reading appears in the sun which is a tabloid and frankly tabloids are always suspect but in this particular case because it's based on an interview that somebody did and it's a former church member by the name of sonny Pereira, who um talked about how right literally days after michael jackson married uh lisa marie the church of scientology made a hard push to get him in the door and in fact uh sonny tells this story of how um you know the celebrity center in LA yep actually had a way to accommodate a celebrity like Michael Jackson because you'll remember this was actually i think around about the time this was maybe just after 
all of these allegations about, um, you know, his child abuse, right. his child sexual abuse, um, were in headlines, and then he got married to Lisa Marie. So things were hot. Like, Michael Jackson was not a person that could just, like, walk out into the world and be recognized. Right. So the Church of Scientology um, had something set up to accommodate him essentially driving to the Celebrity Center to a very specific private entrance that nobody even within the, uh, Scient- uh, the Celebrity Center could see that Michael Jackson was coming in. So he was able to go there, go to a private room, go to a private area, and talk to allegedly church officials about uh, joining the church. And so the staff was apparently alerted that there was somebody very special coming um, connected to uh you know connected to lisa marie i think and that's how they you know assumed that at the time that that was michael jackson okay so that's fascinating in and of itself and when you actually if you tease out like a world where michael jackson turned into a scientologist which we don't have any evidence that that ever occurred but you know when you think about part of what they do with scientology is they have um audits which are I mean, for lack of a better term, similar to like a confessional, where but but even more intense, where the person tries to kind of overcome adversity in their life by uh, separating themselves from it using this e-meter. And I think about, and then the Scientology, this, the Church of Scientology, sort of has been accused of using that as um, collateral to blackmail people into yeah we talked about that with submission like tom cruise for example exactly and and john travolta is you know also notable there so um so even if you wanted to leave the church it would almost create this fear because they have so much on you and i think about all the things that we might know had he gone or we wouldn't probably know but that would be sort of locked in a room somewhere oh sure had he gone through the auditing process like the results of his audits and stuff yeah. yeah well um what was interesting is and tony speculates about one of the things that um michael jackson maybe would have been trying to seek from the church and you know they have this whole sort of anti-gay um history in the church l ron hubbard was notoriously anti-gay and they had this whole like uh, perversion scale and it, it, it's it makes for great reading if you're interested in the least but one of the things that he suggests is perhaps they were trying to offer michael jackson a a, a, a gay cure if you uh-huh. will um because you'll remember there's you know speculation that he was gay um in addition to the speculation that he was you know a pedophile assaulting children yeah. um and so Again, you never know what the Church of Scientology is thinking, but it wouldn't be surprising to think that they were making those connections in an attempt to get him to join the church. Obviously, they were unsuccessful, but what I found interesting about the whole story is that, again, here you have the Church of Scientology trying to grab one of the most... Like, they were willing to bend all sorts of rules to allow Michael Jackson... Because, again, this is fresh off of these sexual assault allegations. Probably the church wouldn't want somebody that, um, you know... Had been accused of such behaviors. Except in this case, it's Michael Jackson, which so that sort of trumps, yeah. if you will, the um, you know the problems that others might perceive Michael Jackson being a face or a part of uh, their organization would and, propo- would um, propose. So, and forgive me if you already said this, but but because of the timing, did they start? I mean, was his marriage with Lisa Marie, according to this article? part of that sort of luring or no was that... i mean if they don't make those connections okay. I, maybe he does on his website but the article that i was reading doesn't connect it just says that literally i think like four days after their marriage 
um, they they paid a visit. I just, I mean, again, I just feel like there are so many connections that that you know we would draw, but there's so much we still don't ever and probably never will know about the kind of life Michael Jackson was living and um well you know there's this whole other documentary and i haven't watched it yet because i confess i don't even know if it's out i'm assuming it is but there's that documentary holly feel free to jump in if you know or colleen if you know but there's that documentary about his death that's supposed to be coming out or has come out i don't know about this one where it tells in detail sort of like what happened around his death because you know in addition to all of this sort of secrets and bizarre uh, relationships with children potentially uh, abusive um, you have just the circumstances surrounding his death uh-huh. which are incredibly you know um, fascinating bizarre and crazy because of you know his drug abuse um, etc Holly do you know what that documentary is I'm sorry I'm putting you on the spot uh, I think it's called Killing Michael Jackson yes. and Discovery Networks have acquired the distribution rights so I don't know when or if it will air in the United States. Interesting. And does it oh, yeah. take into account that doctor, that Dr. Conrad ugh. Murray? Murray. Yeah, yes. I read that book that he wrote by yeah. the way. He's a weirdo. Ooh, he is very odd. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, it's going to go really in-depth into Michael Jackson and Dr. Murray's codependent relationship. This is according to The Hollywood Reporter, so it, we're going to get some insight into that through this documentary. Yeah, interesting. What I was going to say about that is I feel like... I don't know what I was going to say about that now. I've completely forgotten. But that documentary, I feel like now that you mention it, Holly, there was something about how it was going to air other places first before it airs in the United States, and we thought potentially that it had something to do with the Jackson family's you know litigiousness in this area they like to sue people who uh, they like to sue people who have opinions they're not happy with right, regarding that, michael jackson that they think would make the estate suffer because that is what is feeding them at this right. point so killing michael jackson i don't know if there are any plans for it to air in the united states right now but it will be airing in italy germany and other locations in europe before it all right ever so comes it's time here. to book a vacation yeah or maybe just use the internet to find <laughs> oh, it. Oh, yeah. Because in this day and age, there is, you know, nice try trying to stop people watching something on the internet. <laughs> right, exactly. I was going to say, you know, the family is very litigious in protecting Michael Jackson's image. Well, he's not the only, or the, it's not just um, in this case against documentaries and things. Um, it also involves Janet Jackson. So, and we didn't get to talk about this story yesterday or the day before, whenever it came out. Mm-hmm. But for the first time, Janet Jackson has sort of, I don't want to say addressed the Leaving Neverland documentary mm-hmm. or the allegations most current uh, on tap regarding his sexual abuse allegations. Um, but she is speaking out in a, in a way that she never has before. Yeah, I feel like she kind of tiptoed around it, but got close enough that you could extrapolate, you know, that she was making some sort of commentary on... Uh, on those documentaries what it, what is it that she well said? she literally said to the sunday times that his legacy will continue she didn't talk about the allegation specifically but she went on to say that quote i love it when i see kids emulating him when adults still listen to his music it just lets you know the impact that my family had uh, has had on the world i hope i'm not sounding arrogant in any way i'm just stating what it is it's really all god's doing i'm just thankful for all of that so i mean I guess you don't expect anything more or less from it. It is Janet Jackson. It is his sister. She clearly doesn't believe the allegations. She has said in the past that people making those allegations are looking for money. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, it, it is interesting. I mean, we talk about this all the time. We talk about it, obviously, in the context of Michael Jackson. Yet, Just yesterday, we talked about it in the context of Harvey Weinstein mm-hmm. and um, Kevin Spacey. You know, that it's difficult to make a hard and fast rule about how or if you consume the art of a person who has a storied past like Michael Jackson does. Um it's hard to have a, I mean, it's difficult to make a hard and fast rule about that mm-hmm. because their art still stands and it is still appreciated for what it was, even though the person who made it, you know, seems to have some despicable things attached to them. Yeah. Right. And so she's, I mean, I find that I think we're kind of in a space where we're separating that a little bit, but, um, but these allegations, they keep, when they keep coming back, it, kind of makes them fresh again and you do have to have a second thought about whether or not you can support the artist by listening to their music but she's making a clear distinction it feels to me yeah i really think it just comes down to what your relationship to that particular artist is if you really feel strongly for an artist and emotionally connected to them and then you find out that they do something you find reprehensible i would find it to be difficult to continue to appreciate them the same way yeah like oh, you would I, certainly be. I mean, the the art would be colored by what you know. Yeah. And if it's yeah. not, I don't understand how you have an emotional connection to that person because presumably, if you had an emotional connection to somebody in your life who had that uh, yeah. something attached and you weren't conflicted, I would be a little concerned. So that's you know, I think it's different for everyone. Based on now with even more of Crayola's latest and greatest hits, including three new attractions. Get your coupons today at participating Dairy Queens. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here and she's brought all of the dirt. Every last morsel from Hollywood. It's a Dirt Alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, friends. Where are you? Well, fantastic Sam. That's just fantastic. That is fantastic. Um, We are actually, and uh, we're kind of near like the quarry area in uh, northeast Minneapolis. Oh, that's fine. St. Anthony Village. That's where we are. Great. Those are our coordinates. And guess what? There's free pizza. Oh, I like that. I mean, I know you probably can't get over here quickly. But everybody else who's on the road, there's pizza here. Stop over there and get the pizza. Uh, Kylie Jenner and Alex Rodriguez are in a little bit of a back and forth to do. Have you heard about this? (laughs) Yes. Poor poor Kylie. I kind of love this. I think she handled it pretty well. And then I think he's sort of, you know, trying to backtrack. So And make himself not look like a jerk. I know, because he sort of does. So Alex Rodriguez uh, talked about his celebrity-filled table at this year's Met Gala. He did an interview with Sports Illustrated. Illustrated. He was at the same table as Kylie Jenner. And he said, we had a great table. We had Kylie and Kendall. Kylie was... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Talking about Instagram and her lipstick and how rich she is. Now, I'm sure he was probably like making that maybe as a joke. It just, yeah, and probably thought it was hilarious. And probably yeah. thought it was funny. But here's what happened. Um, Kylie Jenner tweeted in response to one headline about A-Rod's comment. Um, no, I didn't. We only spoke about Game of Thrones. Then Alex Rodriguez went on to Twitter and said, OMG, that's right, Kylie Jenner. Two exclamation points. It was me talking about you and your makeup line and how much my girls love you. Hashtag GOT, hashtag respect, hashtag all love. I, you know, I I kind of like, obviously he chose his words poorly because when I first read it, I thought, wait, is he trying to say that that's what they talked about? But it's clear in the words that he chose that he was saying she was talking about it, which just sounds really jerky to say. Even if she did say it, like, why would you, I don't even use that as your quote? I think he was saying it as sort of like a joke. Like, oh, I was with Kylie Jenner and she talked Mm -hmm. about Instagram and her lipstick and how rich she is because that's, and I'm sure it was. Intended in sort of a a funny, quippy, these are the things we know about Kylie Jenner way. Right. But the problem is when it comes across in print, it just does well, not look good. Also, Ooh. I'm not concerned at all that any that Kylie Jenner feels bad about people no. talking about her she being a billionaire. Great. Well, because Period. <laughs> she doesn't have to actually say those words. She shows it in her Instagrams. Yeah. And yeah. she's yeah. a billionaire. Again, she'll be fine. She's fine. I did just sort of love the way he's trying to backpedal it. I know. Uh, because he too. got busted, which who among us has not been busted <laughs> saying something a little bit more elaborate than we should have. Yeah. Right? Oh, man. Gilding the lily. Well, when you do yeah. it in print, you should probably expect that it's going to come Exactly. One time at my last back. TV station. You know the girl Googles herself. I was sending a message through our little messaging system to a reporter who sat next to me about our assignment manager who is not a nice person and instead of sending it to the reporter sitting next to Uh, me i sent it to said assignment manager uh, and he came over to my desk and said i don't think you meant to send that to me and i just owned it and was like nope but i'm glad you know how what i think because he was the worst for you Wow. Wow. Sometimes you just have to own it. You have to just say. That's yeah. true. Like if you yeah. send no, up an that. email, if you accidentally reply all, you have to just own it and go, yeah, and then choose. Either you're going to stand in your words and you're going to say, yeah, I own it. Or you're going to say, boy, where did that come from? I should have said something differently. Depends exactly. on the situation. Exactly. Um, if you yeah, guys it depends watched, on if they're paying your bills or not. Yeah, exactly. that's true. <laughs> if you guys um, watched A Dog the Bounty Hunter, uh, Beth Chapman passed away at the age of 51. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about her being um, dealing with some health issues yesterday. And her husband, Dwayne Dog Chapman, tweeted out today about that. She passed away. Just very sad. Very you know, young. it's interesting because I was thinking back to um, when that show was really hot. Like when it first came on the air and you know there had not been a show like that yet and they were such characters and uh i just i remember the halloween uh that so many people were dressing up as the two of them because again they were human being characters um and so that's really matching here yeah. yeah, and so I think for a lot of people that might be their, that. their only intersection. I didn't watch the show, I but I certainly knew who she was and who he was because, again, there had never been characters like that on a show like that. Well, which happened? I mean, in that they, it had to be the same time as like Duck Dynasty and all those right. kinds of show, you know, Dance Moms and all this Honey Boo Boo business that was all coming out. And I feel conflicted about that type of television. 
Like right. the celebritification because of I just think normal that, people. Yeah, and these people are, I just feel like so few of them are were prepared to deal with the fame and that comes along with it. And it's almost oh, like, sure. you know, right. lottery winners who just lose it all. Well, and not only that, but the audience isn't ready for it either because you'll notice that like you'll put your faith and enjoyment in these people and then realize that they're going to let you down at some point by saying or doing something that's you find particularly reprehensible. 100%. Yeah, you're so right. Uh, the Church of Scientology is facing a big bombshell lawsuit. So there's an anonymous plaintiff who is alleging all sorts of misdeeds by the Church of Scientology, including David Miscavige, and then um, uh, everybody who's part of it. So I don't know. We'll keep you posted and see if this it's anything. This is big, too, they're because trying to he may have to be, he may have to be deposed, and yes. then we might learn some stuff. That so that well, hopefully is he crazy. will be deposed yeah. from the church. There you go. Yeah, and disposed up. There you go. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you guys. so much, Elizabeth Reese. We need somebody to play our thirty-second pop culture challenge. Six five one six four one one zero seven one thirty seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize on my talk one zero seven one. Give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. If you get them all right, you will win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com and at Fantastic Sam's uh, as part of our Food for Families broadcast. Just go to MyTalk1071.com to learn more about where you can find us today. Also, there's free pizza. Also, there's free Johnny Pops. Also, also we're here. Yay. I think earlier I indicated that it was our last one. It's our last one today, but there is one more Food for Families broadcast tomorrow with Donna and Steve, and they're going to be at... Pet Center. That's right, Pet Stuff in Minnetonka. In Minnetonka. All right, now, with no further ado, it is time for our 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge. Who is on the phone today, Holly? We've got Jennifer on the line, and Jennifer is playing for a pair of movie passes to see The Secret Life of Pets 2 during its run of engagement at AMC Theaters. Cool. Jennifer, are you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? I am. (laughs) Good. Well, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Marshall Mathers is the real name of which musical star? Eminem. Carrie Underwood was a winner on what reality competition series? American Idol. Kelly Ripa was an actor on what soap opera? Days of Our Lives? Nope. General Hospital? Nope. One Life to Live? Nope. Oh my gosh. What did all my children? There's only like one. Jagged Little Pill is an album by which singer? Say it again. Jagged Little Pill is an album by which singer? Oh. oh, I'm so sorry, Jennifer. That hurts. Oh, that did hurt. Well, it was that all right. dumb all my children. I mean, yeah. I, we always go for our own soap opera first. That was my soap opera. It so was? That would have been my first guess. That was my parents' soap opera. Well, it was, was my mom, so life. therefore it was mine. I because, get it. Because, you know. All right, well, uh, she did not get all those correct. Therefore, she did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge. However, she will have an opportunity to play again tomorrow and Friday because we do it every weekday at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. So let's go back and get those questions that she did not get correct. Jagged Little Pill is an album by... Alanis Morissette. Who is next in the line to 
next in line, rather, to the British throne. Prince Charles. Prince Charles. Uh, and, again, you know, you can give it a shot again tomorrow. Good Friday. luck. We do it every day on the Colleen and Bradley Show at 1230. And now we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items, which Holly's brought for us today in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Got a confirmed blind item to start things off with today. Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully. Now, there are three people to consider. Ugh. Oh, man, this is a lot. Okay. I didn't bring my pen and paper. No, it's good. We'll get it. We'll be fine. You guys are going to be great. Okay. You'll be swell even. Here we go. Okay. This celebrity offspring of a barely there actor who will never be the biggest in the family, or even the second biggest, told friends that she went out on a couple of secret dates with this A-plus list mostly movie actor... Before the former tweener called her wanting to get married. She said she then stopped talking to the A-plus list actor, and he went and got married. And she said she is kicking uh, herself now. Okay, so that's got to be a Haley Baldwin, and then the tweener because would be Justin Bieber? Bieber. But now we have to go back. Are those correct? Okay, so now we have to go back and figure out who the A-plus lister is. Yes, this person that- recently got married. That oh. she went on a couple dates with. Oh, is it Chris Pratt? Yes. Oh, oh. girl. You made a bad choice. Wow. Let me fill in the bling for you. Okay. So Haley Baldwin told her friends that she went out on several secret dates with Chris Pratt before Justin Bieber called her wanting to get married. Haley Baldwin said that she then stopped talking to Chris Pratt and then Chris Pratt went and got himself married to Catherine Schwarzenegger. Okay. Uh, yeah, I feel like Chris Pratt would have been the better deal. I yep. mean, technically, maybe the bank accounts are different, but I don't think you're getting access to them. So. Yeah. But can we talk about what else this says without saying it? It sounds to me as though Chris Pratt was really looking to get married. Oh, well, yeah. I mean... Right? What have we said about their relationship? Well, that it's fake and it's all for his career. Or if it's not fake, at least he was using it to leverage his career. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I mean, I don't know. Or it says that to yeah. me that he was looking for the lady who was going to be his lady. But also, like, hi, she's clearly a fame whore, too. Yes. So Kristen, Kristen Schwartz. Or- Haley Baldwin. Haley Baldwin. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're with Justin Bieber, why would yeah. you put up with all that? This for is what? true. This is true. I mean, again, I don't think it's like... I'm sure they had a prenup, so she's not getting any of the money. No, she probably doesn't need money, No, though. didn't they not have a prenup? Remember yeah, that? Yeah, but do you... I mean, I don't know if I buy that. I don't know. I just... I think it's bizarre. I kind of believe that they were so not thinking with the right brains. With, with an actual brain? Yeah. yeah that there may uh-huh. not be a prenup between Haley Baldwin and Justin Bieber. I'm actually not entirely sure that Justin Bieber has a functioning brain. It's possible. I'm very serious about that. Okay, do you have any more? I hope so. Otherwise, this segment's going to be real short. (laughs) Here's your next blind item, Colleen Bradley. This A-list actor slash writer, who is probably going to drop to B-plus list soon, is someone all of you know. He recently threw a swapping party... But he didn't bring anyone to swap with and made a rule that he got first choice of the women that were in attendance. Ew. And I don't feel like you're talking writer. about like that they were like swapping like baseball no, cards. No, you or mean something. like partner swapping. Yeah, not swapping recipes That's either. Nasty. That's nasty. Um, okay, A minus list actor slash writer who is probably going to drop 
to be plusless soon. Yep. Oh, wait a second. What? Would this be, I'm, I don't know why I'm choosing this, like a Louis C.K.? Uh, okay. Nope. That's interesting. We all know. he's an actor and writer. That's true. Now, we all know this person because of the relationship that he was in for the past several years. He's no longer in this relationship. Okay. And you might not know that he's Bradley a writer. Cooper? No. Oh. You might not think of this person as a writer, but they have written several big, high-profile comedies, which is kind of surprising. Oh. Not like a... Oh, okay, so this is surprising. Not like a... What's his name? Uh, what's his name? The guy with the Barbra Streisand movie? The Buddy Road mo- Road film? He and Barbra Streisand? Seth Rogen? Seth Rogen? No. Um, that was a really interesting choice. Oh, well, I mean, he writes. I get it. I, 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 oh, but I understand all the where Seth Rogen that. movies, you go with the one with Barbara well, Streisand. Well, the, the one that the I one actually enjoy saw. because it's Barbara Streisand. Don't, uh, no. don't come at me, please, Holly Roberts of all people. Okay. All right. So give us, a, let's narrow down this uh, actor a little bit more. All right. So his last relationship was extremely high profile. One of the biggest uh, movie stars, former television stars uh, on the planet. Oh. And I have a feeling that they were actually never legally married. But they oh. said that they were married. Oh. oh. Jen- you're saying who? Jennifer Aniston. Her oh, boyfriend, Justin, Justin Theroux. Yes. <gasps> oh, that goes out to Kristen. Yeah, big ups. In that the audience. Good. Okay. All yeah, right, fill in those thing. blanks. So Justin Theroux recently threw a swapping party and not for recipes. But he didn't bring anyone to swap with, rude, and made a rule that he got first choice of the women that were in attendance. Okay, also, can we just talk about what that looks like? Like, who in the room is like, okay, sure. Like, how does that go down? Like, I'm going to have a swapping party, but I'm going to get to choose who uh, I want to swap with. Like, that just doesn't make it... Like, that's so gross. No, this is... I feel like I want to see... That's nasty. ...a documentary about how this all went down. Do you, though? You want to see a documentary? Yes. Okay, so one time, and I'm being very serious about this. Oy vey. I watched a documentary about swingers, and it was... Was it a porn? Fascinating. No. Okay. It was fascinating. I believe it's available for your viewing on Netflix. I just don't have time for nudists or swappers. I mean, what are they called? Swingers? Swingers. Swappers. Because that's so much work. Like, it's yeah, enough it's hard, to it's like... It's hard to keep track of the relationships It's enough to have one. Like, trust. Most days I'm like, do we have to do this? It's so oh. much work. I don't mean in a <laughs> Sorry, bad way. Jamie. I'm just like, you know, it, it, is, it is work is what I'm yes. saying. Uh, worth it. Because it's worth it. Because I worked it or whatever. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. Do tell. The moral of the story is, you want to try to do that with four people? No, thank you. No. No, thank you. No. I do highly recommend, though, that Swingers documentary. Moving on. All right. One last blind item quickie for you, Colleen and Bradley. Here we go. This reality show couple who recently became a current reality show couple again are trying to sell their idea for an MLM venture. That would be multi-level marketing. Oh, God. The thing is, though, it is most likely a Ponzi scheme rather than an MLM. (gasps) Is it Black China and Rob Kardashian? You wish. Uh, (laughs) Damn. Think about a a reality couple that is back on the screen again. Heidi and Spencer? 
Yeah. Oh, that was good. I was going to go like Duggars, and then I was thinking like the roll-offs from TLC. But no, Heidi and Spencer, that makes perfect sense. Fill in the blanks. So Heidi and Spencer, a.k.a. Spidey, are trying to sell an idea for a multi-level marketing venture. The thing... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. thing is, though, it is most likely a Ponzi scheme rather than an MLM. So Ugh. be on the lookout if Heidi and Spencer are trying to sell you something. Don't buy in. It's also probably crystals or... Yeah. The only other couple something. that I think would totally do this is like Tori Spelling and Dean McDermott. Oh my gosh, oh, By the way, totally. I saw a story about him yesterday or the day before and I was like, I'm not reading this. This is dumb. But then you read Did it? You see it? No, I didn't read oh, okay. it. I was very proud of myself that he... <laughs> I don't want to say it because we're in public. Do you, Holly, have you seen this story? <laughs> no. Oh, just say it quietly. He, I think you're okay. Can um, he provided a service uh-huh. to a friend of his when he was ten years old? <gasps> and I'm like, he. These are the that's king how and desperate queen. you are for attention. These people are so desperate for attention that he's telling a story about a time when he provided a service to oh, a friend. Oh, there it is. Of the same gender. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like, I was just like, I had so many questions, but I could not bring myself to read it to answer the questions. Yeah, because you didn't want to encourage. Because I didn't want to fall into the trap. All these headlines about Tori Spelling and Dean McDermott are just trash. Utter trash. I love it. I love it, but I hate it. But I love it. All right, when we come back. (laughs) We gotta go. Yeah, we do. When we come back, we've got a little Cobra gang to assemble around Britney Spears' Instagram again on My Talk 107. Following very closely Britney Spears' Instagram, and uh, why not? Well, because exactly why not? It's crazy. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Where are we, Bradley? Where are we? We are at Fantastic Sam's as part of our Food for Families live broadcast series. You can come out with a non perishable food item or a donation today. And uh, it is our last one. So if you want to come see Colleen and I live, you have until 3 p.m. to do it. We've got wonderfully delicious free pizza from the folks at Green Mill. And Johnny Pops. And Johnny Pops, too. Yeah, I mean, you can have like a whole meal. It's awesome. Uh, and you can get your hair cut or colored. You can do whatever you want. We're here. Anyway, uh, okay. When we have a mystery that we need to solve, uh, we assemble the Cobra Gang. Whenever there's trouble, when they're on the double, Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra Gang. Toxic. 
Oh, it's a special Britney Spears edition. Um, I just, I've just decided that the most delightful thing to do every morning is wake up and check Britney Spears' Instagram to see what she's Instagrammed lately. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you're guaranteed something that's delightful. Yeah, and today uh, was no different than others. Uh, today, Britney Spears posted a picture of a bunch of books, like a book, a stack of books, a library, if you Old will. Old books, yeah. Old books, like Gulliver's Travels, uh, Moore's Poems, and... Um, she writes the following over it. <clears throat> Good writing is... Wait, hold on. Oh, yeah. What? Sorry. I was having a hard time reading. Good writing is always a threat. And then she credits that quote to... Herself. Britney Spears. <laughs> and then she captions it. But my question is, what is genius writing? I don't know. She's either drunk, whoa, high, or something ain't right with her. What is happening now? Um, Good writing is always a threat. So says Britney Spears. <laughs> also, Britney Spears says, but my question is, what is genius writing? Well, it ain't your Instagram okay. captions, girl. Girl. And also, no. can I just give big ups to the world for almost everybody picked up on the right thing to say, which was, all right, Britney Shakespeare's. That's cute. Yeah. I mean, literally everybody commented yeah. that. Um, good writing is always a threat. I think what she means by that is, right, like people who say really important, necessary things can be a threat to, you know, the order of things. Okay. You know, writing can be dangerous in a good way. Okay. Right? I mean, if I were going to put my thinking cap on, I'm not here to say that I think Britney Spears has put her thinking cap on. No. I think she maybe has, you know, a, different a thinking cap? wig, mm -hmm. and she has misplaced it somewhere. Or maybe she's there's wearing not a lot of, those, of thought going on. Maybe she's wearing one of those great new souvenirs she got from Turks and yes, Caicos. Yes, right? One um, of those great hats, the greatest hats ever. I just, I'm going to need more context here from Britney? I, you know what I honestly think this is? I think this is them saying, and I don't know, okay. So many things could be going Conspiracies by Cobra. But here's Let's my conspiracy by Cobra. They gave her her dumb phone and said, you can do whatever you want. And clearly somebody is looking at these things before they go out to make sure she's not posting something, you know, naughty like, like naughty or, or like uh, that could get her in legal trouble. Right. But... That, you know, other than that, I feel like they were literally just like, for the first time in your life, here's your dumb phone because, you know, we've been keeping it from you and we've been filtering you through the, or filtering you through um, our lens. Through our lens. Essentially, we've been very protective of your image. Yeah. We are now going to let you do your own thing to show the world that you are on your own and we are seeing Britney unfiltered for the very first time. It's either that or there there is somebody is having fun at our expense. Or and like manipulating the the story so that she does look a little off kilter. Yeah. Um because I'm telling you what. But I think th those two are the same thing. Yeah, but it's because, the, the nuance is either she is doing it herself or her handlers, her the conservatorship is managing it to the degree that they're yeah. trying to make her look like she's unstable. I think they just know that she is unstable, so they're like, "Here you go, have fun with this." Yeah, we'll see. Because you later. the world will then see what we're dealing with, right? But my question is, what is genius writing? <laughs>
Whatever this is not. <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm telling you, okay, I just want to quickly check because sometimes she posts more than one a day, but no, that is truly the very most recent one. And there's no context to it. You know, there's not like, it's not a slideshow. You're not going to like hit an, an arrow to the right and see a picture of her in a bikini. It's just the books and the brilliant Britney quote. So <sighs> there you go. That's. That's all we have to go on. I don't, you know, I don't think we need to overthink it too much. I honestly well, just think not. that clearly, <laughs> I mean, that would that would mean that we would see something interesting or fascinating. What we're seeing, however, is somebody let loose with a phone. Yeah. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we want you to tell us about a time that you were thinking about something or talking about something and then Instagram advertised it to you because we've all had that happen, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, Gail King was talking about it. Was that just this morning? Yep. And we'll hear what she has to say about that phenomenon after this on the Colleen and Bradley show. 651-641-1071. Tell us about a time you were talking or thinking about something and then it showed up on an online Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.